In this dynamic episode, we focus on the warrior's mindset and skills to live an alpha lifestyle. As warrior-minded individuals, we must constantly sharpen our skill set in order to prepare us for the combat of life. Our special guests today are Jason Swore and Ben Turpak, who are at the heart of Skillset Magazine. These two warrior-minded men have made it a point to take the alpha movement to the next level. Join us in this raw conversation where we cover concealed carry, the warrior's mindset, self-defense, protecting your family, raising kids in our soft society, and so much more. Stand by. Welcome to the Man of War podcast, where we forge men into warriors and get them battle-ready for the game of life. Learn warrior hacks that strengthen your mindset, self-confidence, courage, and personal protection skills. Unlock a life that embodies a warrior spirit for dynamic success in life and in business. If you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning in to the one and only podcast that empowers you to achieve greatness by living the warrior lifestyle. Each show, we interview elite men from around the globe and delve deep into their mindset and daily rituals, uncovering their secrets to success. I'm Rafa Conde, founder and creator of the Man of War Movement. Join me on this life-altering journey where we recharge your mind, body, and spirit. Rise and my brothers, my name is Rafa Conde and I am your host. For those that are new to this show, Man, I am truly honored that you're on. We're the only podcast that focuses on living the warrior lifestyle. My mission here is simple. It is to give you the framework that you need to step up to elite levels in all aspects of your life. It's all about creating a mind shift, strengthening your confidence, your courage, and your discipline. And of course, destroying your shitty ass habits. I tell you, I've been blessed and sometimes not so blessed with seeing shit that most people could not even imagine. I've been in situations that have taught me the value of life and truly struggled to get back on my feet infinite times. But I am here stronger than ever today. And I want to truly help you learn from my experiences, not just by listening to my fucking soothing voice here, but by integrating what you learn here to your lives. Yes, to your lives. My goal here is for you to connect with a modern day warrior archetype by implementing the principles and strategies that you learn from this show. On another note, I want to thank you for making this podcast a huge success. Please, if you're getting value out of this podcast, just do two things for me. Go subscribe and leave a review. It'll take you maybe three to four minutes and it will mean so much to me. As you know, I put my heart and soul into every single episode that I bring to you. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Man of War. That's with two R's. And of course, join hundreds of other warrior-minded men just like yourself that are transforming their lives at the Warrior Development Academy. Right now, you can get in for free for two weeks at forgingawarrior.com. And also, do not forget, stop by, get your free manual at forgingawarrior.com forward slash manual. Let's get down to business. Jason and Ben, these guys are badasses. They are pushing the alpha lifestyle movement, and I am right there with them. I want you to whip out a pen and paper, take some notes, because we go in heavy. Absolutely no punches pulled. Here we go. 
Jason and Ben from Skillset Magazine. It is a pleasure to have you on. Welcome to the Man of War podcast, gentlemen. Thank you. No, thanks for having us on. We, uh, we're honored that you uh, take the time and bring us on. So thank you very much. <laughs> now, we were talking before the show, and I got to tell you, there's some very powerful words that you were using specifically to the development of men in this society and what you've done. I'm going to let you introduce yourselves, both of you guys, and what you do to our audience. Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, I'll start off. I'm, I'm Jason Swore. I'm the uh, the editor of Skillset Magazine and the uh, the host of uh, Skillset Live, our, our podcast ourselves. Um, we, you know, I'm a former retired Marine, 20 years in the Marine Corps, and then uh, I uh, decided to get out and, and and take it to the civilian sector and figure out what to do. And uh, we actually own a, an actual a photo studio called Straight Eight Photography as well. It works in the firearms industry, and that kind of led us to what we do now with skill set magazine and here's my uh, my co-host my assistant editor ben turpeg uh yeah that's right i'm ben and uh <laughs> what do i do around skill set magazine uh pretty much before i came to skill set magazine was like uh the same thing i do now whatever someone asked me to do and i'm glad to do it <laughs> i couldn't be uh couldn't be happier to work in uh such a great environment every day to deal like with the this whole alpha lifestyle you know Great, great magazine we're part of. That's it. I just do whatever's asked of me. There you go. <laughs> I love it, guys. I love it. So tell me, I mean, what was it that inspired you guys to, to do this? I mean, to, to bring this magazine to life the way you have? Well, uh, I'll take this, Ben. Um, like I said, we've we been working in the firearms industry, the magazine side of firearms industry, for five years now, I guess since 2012. And uh, we've... You know, we have over 80 plus covers uh, through, you know, for your recall magazines, your your SWAT magazines, all that stuff you see on the shelf. I think anything except the uh, the guns and ammo line, we've always we worked on, and uh, and we love working in that industry. But we uh, look, we we work, at, we 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 create magazine covers, we create magazine content, but we don't read gun magazines. I think they get too stiff, they get too uh, too in depth. You know, we're both gun guys, and we like guns, but. Honestly, I don't give a shit about the twist rate of a barrel or, or you know, the feet per <laughs> second of a, you know, a certain round. I like to go shoot. I like to have fun. I, I, I have multiple guns. I say dozens and dozens of firearms, and I enjoy that. But and so that's not the type of stuff we like to read. We love the old school, you know, men's pulp magazines from the the 50s and 60s. That you, there was no apologies, man. You know, you put your real good men content in there. You, you, you. You know, you had fun reading it. You learned some about men of action or, you know, stuff like that. Well, they don't make those anymore. One, you know, they're not PC. You can't do anything these days without, you know, obviously offending somebody. So we're like, well, there's nothing on the shelves that represents what we like to read, you know. And uh, so we decided to create, like, we wanted to create a magazine. We didn't know we were call it skill set yet or what. But uh, at that point, we're like, okay. We know enough to get us hurt, I guess, in the magazine industry. Let's do one. And then we're like, well, we need funding, you know? And uh, we went and got a, I guess, our, our publisher, Gina Marie, who owns Straight 8 Syndicate, she's uh, she's the one that's funded us, hired us, and uh, gave us the free reins to create what you see today, the Skillset Magazine. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So talk to me a little bit about what, what was it in you that, you know, in both of you guys that, when you stepped up to do this magazine, I mean, you had to have a vision. You had to have, you definitely had to have a mission. Sure. What was it? I mean, was it, because look, I mean, society in general right now, what I see, and this is what I'm about also, about, you know, what this podcast is about, the emasculation of men out there, the uh, media, the way that it's 
portrays men um, the way that our culture has kind of you know put men in a little corner and then just kind of left them there to die yeah but you know magazines like yourself and and, and mindsets like you guys i mean that, that's the important part you've done something about it so what was your initial mission when you did this uh, that's a great question. I think our our mission was uh, to create a magazine that you didn't have to apologize for. You know, uh, 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 you know, men are these days. And once again, everything you do, you you got to watch your back. Am I am I going to offend somebody? Am I going to say something? That, you know, we're natural. Uh, in, you know, I guess our natural instincts are to be men. Or you know, we're rugged, man. You know, and and that's how we were. That's that's evolution. That's how things turned out. And, uh, but now it's at the point where, you know, you gotta, you, most, I say most of our societies kind of, I hate, can I use the word snowflakes? Cause, uh, that's <laughs> what I feel, you know? Uh, and it's, but there is a lot of guys out there like us. Uh, and you know what, let me, let me back this up. I say guys, we, we, we are, I guess our thing is the alpha lifestyle. This is what we're trying to portray. There's a lot of females that uh that are out there that have the same mentality of all of us out here you know so we portray like hey build a magazine for men and women uh that portrays this alpha lifestyle that hey these are the guys that are not going to hide behind labels these are guys people that are not going to hide they're, they're self-starters they don't want government funding to get us through the uh you know to to supplement our income or anything like that we're going to go out there we're going to make hard-working individuals uh, that have a, a some type of God-given talent, you know, whether it's carpentry, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a rock star, whether it's whatever, that goes out and does something besides sit their their fat asses on the couch, man, you know. And uh, I don't mean to be rude and, and rough about it, but I'm going to be rude and rough about it. Listen, that's the type of people that we want. That's the type of readers that we want for our magazine. And uh, that and then Ben, you can jump in here and yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, we don't want we don't want people that are, are afraid to to get out and, and and make something of themselves. You know, we, we want those those type of people that are actually trying out a better society and make, you know, not only I say I start out saying America, you know, because that's why a majority of our audience is, you know, is Americans and make us strong and keep us strong. But uh, we're finding that, you know, the Australians, the, the, the English and all these people out there are saying that, hey, we don't have this shit either. We don't have these magazines. We're we're afraid that we're going to piss off somebody by, you know, telling you how we feel. So they've, they've uh, I guess, jumped into our culture as well and, and enjoyed our magazine. It's kind of like we're building this little this team, I guess, of, of like-minded people. And, and that's our whole goal, you know, this little society that we can put together to keep us strong. Because once again, it, it's only a matter of time when we're going to have to, I guess, prove our strength, whether it's in war or, or whatever, again, you know, on our own soil. So we need to keep this, this like you said, the warrior mindset going, this, this mentality that, you know, uh, when that shit happens, that day comes, we're there. You know, you, we're we're the people you're going to face, and it's going to be a bad day for you. You know, and, and I tell you, I mean, you're, you're you're spot on. I mean, the bottom line is that a lot of the magazines out there, uh, everything became a sales pitch. Yeah. Uh, when you start talking about you know your offset here. You know, the mm -hmm. twist of a barrel, you know, right. the trigger squeeze. I mean, in, in the end, I've always taught, you know, even in the police academy, you know, I'm a police officer yeah. and uh, I also teach in the police academy. And, you know, it, it, too much shit is being thrown out there. The mm -hmm. reality is that uh, in a gunfight, no matter what, bottom line is that, you know, as long as your gun works, Nine times out of ten, none of this bullshit of trigger squeeze and you're, you know, you know, you're <laughs> exactly. twisting a barrel. It's going to have any fucking effect in a fight. 
No. And, and you know, sometimes when you're reading something, you want a little bit more meat. You want a little bit more entertainment, something that you can get into rather than fucking three articles about, you know, exactly <laughs> what you were saying earlier. You know, yeah. Twisting a barrel, fucking trigger squeeze and shit like that. So for me, I love that. I love that. I think that as men... We need a little bit more yeah. to get out of that box and to start thinking more like alphas. So I got I, a question for you. Yeah. This is a, a pretty interesting question. How, I mean, what effect do you think, you know, for this goes for, for, I want both of you guys to answer, Jason and Ben here. What do you think society, I mean, in general, why did it kind of go that way? Why did you know the manhood and the robin hood and the superman and the batman and the heroes and the, you know why did they start it you know why have they started to fade away over the last decade or so uh, you know that's a i wish i could answer that one I, i'm gonna give you my best shot at it uh look and i don't i don't want to be one of those old guys that say ah social media <laughs> fucked everything up you know but now at the point where okay let me just the war i've been in war multiple times man and uh and i've seen some some horrible, horrible things, man. You know, uh, just bodies stacked up. You're just seeing some the horrible shit that back in, I don't know, it, like these days, it's it's everything's broadcasted. You know what I'm saying? You To go to war, and I'm, I'm going to get to my point here in a second, to go to war and to win a war, you have to do horrible things. You have to... You have to be that alpha. You have to step on people's necks. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, to be, I guess, general about it. But the fact is, the media, I think, started showing this, okay? For the people that, and Ben is not a military guy, you know, but he has a like-minded mindset, and he, he would, I always tell him, he'd do fine in the military. I don't know, he may be a, he may be a little <laughs> asshole about it, but he'd be good. But, uh, but, <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying that, you know, when you do stuff like this, and I know I'm using a military reference, when you have to go over and defend your country, you have to go fight for a cause, you have to get ugly. You have to do ugly things. And that's been fine. It's been like that since the beginning of time. You know, when the first caveman smashed another caveman in the face with a rock. Okay, that's how that's how shit goes. The fact now that media daily you can see these you know atrocities because there are atrocities, right? And, and you can see this, and now it's like I don't know. I I think that has a huge impact on it to where it's like, oh my god, you guys are. I can't believe that uh, you know you're doing this. You had to do this. You shot. Did a civilian die? Yeah, it's war. Well, look, look at World War II. I, you know, I don't. I can't give you an accurate stack. I would say 70% of the casualties were probably civilians. You know, compared to what it is today. Look, we're doing our best, but it's it's this media and the, and the way that I think film and everything's being portrayed uh, to, to soften this I, I soften america soften the the the, the culture it, listen we don't you know that's what i've like we can't have this i mean ben you could jump in on this we but. uh we became a society of people that are waiting for help instead of a society of people that can help themselves. there you go yeah i mean and, and it's really that thing for me i have a son he's 10 years old now uh i'll back it up with he started shooting when he was seven because that was something cool. that uh in our house my wife was like no He's going to learn how to shoot and protect himself and protect his family and protect his country. And protect, and that's just something our values run deep with that. Sure. Good. It's good. Uh, you need to be willing to, to handle your business and take care of yourself. I'm not saying we're going out causing trouble. I'm saying we're ready. God forbid trouble ever comes to us. That's yeah. what people need to do. Somewhere along the way, we've lost our edge as a country, as a society, to where we've become just a group of people that are waiting around for help. Yeah. The emasculation process that started way back in the 60s and 70s, you know, that same 10 year old son now, I sit down at school and it's like, well, he's acting up in class and he's acting. Up. 
well, how many recesses does he have? Where's his PE? Where's his opportunity as a male to run off some of that energy? It's, yeah. This is a cro- chromosome thing. We're, we're wired different. Yeah. You know, men are built different from women. We have different outlets that we need to get that, you know, release out of us. And I, I agree. With, I 100% <laughs> agree with that. All it kinda, of a sudden, like you said, being a boy is a bad thing. Being yeah. a male is a bad thing. And it goes back to my, my reference. I think I was trying to get at, you know, we're good call in the, in the school. Ben, when you were a kid, all right, same with I'm a kid, and, and Ralph was same with you. When when you had a bully pu- pushing you down, you know, <laughs> against the locker, stealing your lunch money, you may have went home and like, uh, feel bad. What what I don't know. I don't know what my dad told me. You get your fucking ass back out there and kick his ass. <laughs> damn well, I right, can't. damn right. You know, I, I can't kick his ass. He goes, I don't care. You're gonna you're gonna go punch the guy in the face. You're gonna go whatever, right? You're gonna go defend yourself and watch what happens. And then the first time I did. Okay, the first time I got in a fight and it happened, the guy was ended up being a, a fucking pussy, right? You know, I didn't kick his ass, but it's like, wait, I'm you're not you're fighting back? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I think we've lost that. And once you know what I'm saying? And cuz okay, bullying. I know this whole anti-bullying thing. I'm getting way off topic here, but the whole anti-bullying thing, I yeah, great. I don't want bullies either. But guess what? It's going to happen. It's it's been happening it happens with animals. It's happens with caveman. It's happened with Nights back in the, you know, no doubt about yeah. it. No doubt about it. <laughs> you know, it. there's only one way to deal with with people like that. And so, and you know, it's, and yes, you can, you know, you can go on social media and post, don't bully me. <laughs> let, me get, let me tell you what's going to happen. It's not going to fix it, you know. Uh, I hate to say violence fix violence, but it does sometimes. And I'm not, don't, I'm not trying to get out there and say you need to go punch a dude in the face every time, but you can't curl up in a ball and get on Twitter and cry. And I think that's what our society has become. And I, I hate that. I think that we, we need to man up, if to use that word, you know. Yeah, well, the, uh, our, society, our society, Jason, is becoming whiny little bitches. Sure. That's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. All right, when, you, when you look at it and, and you, you really, I mean, look at it with a total unbiased, squared away look, you're looking at it and you're saying, hey, our society has become a bunch of whiny little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line is this. I know your dad and I know my dad and, and, and Ben's dad didn't say, hey, listen, you got beat up today. Why don't you go into your safe space? Yeah. Yeah, no, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm, thankful it, I'm thankful it didn't, you know. Uh, if, if, if anything, I was more scared of my dad saying, uh, you know, I, I couldn't win that fight. And here's the thing. I'm not a tough guy. No, I don't want to put that out there that I'm like, oh, I'll fucking kick him his ass. I'm far from that. But the second you threaten me or threaten my family or threaten a way of my life, I'm going to defend it. You know, and I think that more men need to do that. I think more people. I don't say men, women, too. Uh, I think society in general. Yeah. Yeah. They need to be able to stand up and like, you know, I don't know. I I don't want to get too wrapped into this. But instead of, like you said, putting a safety pin on or crying and and hoping, you know, everybody hates the cops until something happens to you. You're the first person you call, right? That old age, that old adage we always talk about, right? Your first person you call is cops and you get robbed. You know, it's like, okay, well, listen, you need to, one, make yourself a hard target. You need to, you know, learn that that way not to be a victim because as much as you're a police officer, you know, as much as, yes, do I want the police to be able to save the day every time? Yeah, that's great. There's not enough of you guys, you know? There's not a, there's not enough response time to, you know, quick enough response time to, to de-escalate a situation. People need to learn to stand up for themselves uh, one way or another. I don't know how that may be, you know? I mean, I, I wish I had the answer to, to help society, but there needs to be, we need to take matters in our own hands like we did back in the, you know, when I was growing up, you know? Um, well, you I, don't, I, I think, I think, Jason, and, and this is something that, you know, we've got to train our society. 
we got to train the mindset. We got to train and help these individuals that are that are lost in what I call the that flat line of a rabbit hole. They go into that rabbit hole and then they start flatlining their whole entire life. They, there's no ups and downs with them. They, ju- they just start living and focusing on specific things that are meaningless to not only them, but to anyone around. I mean, bottom line is that you look out there and it's like you talk to these men and you're like, hey, you know, what does your life consist of? And it's okay, I go to work nine to five, I come home, I watch a couple of episodes, have a beer, go to bed, there's my next day coming right. up. There is no energy, there is no balls in these men. And I tell you this because I train, not only do I train guys uh, as a martial artist, I have a school that I train, um, I, you know, I travel the world teaching military units, teaching mm-hmm. high level guys all over the world. And I have seen it over the last decade I have seen it with my own eyes to see the downfall, that, that downfall of manliness, that downfall sure. of that warrior spirit. So kind of going back into topic here, yep. um, I think our society, the media, social media has definitely played an effect on it. But I really believe that breeding parents have to step up and lead their children in the right direction. Do you guys, do you guys have kids? Yeah, I got. I have a 13 year old girl. Ben has a 10 yeah, year old my, boy. My son is 10. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you guys are doing everything you can to kind of guide them in the right direction. I mean, as parents, At, that's what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at six years old, I made my you know my girl go to karate. All right, you're going to take karate, and you're going to take karate until you're a black belt. She just got her black belt. Now, I'll tell you right now. Does she want to do karate anymore? No. She's a 13 year old girl. She wants to be with her girlfriends. You know. Sure. And but. The fact she she'll tell me she goes I'm glad you made me do it I'm glad you do because there's I don't give a shit where who you are you're going to be in a bad situation eventually you know and I'm not saying that once again she could kick a you know a 250 pound man's ass I, I don't that's not what I'm getting at <laughs> I'm saying you know and what's and it goes down to what I say about concealed carry it's it's she knows enough to get you out of a bad situation right. you know deter the situation and to me. My brothers, just a quick break in the action. I want to remind you that we're adding one more show per week on Fridays titled Warrior Life Log. Got to tell you, this show is about inspiration. We're going to cover a bunch of different topics that are related to living the warrior life. Look for it every single Friday. Don't forget to stop by the Warrior Development Academy where hundreds of warrior-minded men are transforming their lives right now. They're doing this through virtual training lessons and a bunch of different resources. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Forgingawarrior.com. Also, go watch our documentary. It is truly inspirational at forgingawarrior.com forward slash warrior film. Let's get back into the show. And to me... That's what. That's all you need to do, you know. Make enough of an issue <laughs> with something, and, and to where that bad guy, whoever that person is, is like, I don't want to fuck with this person anymore. You know, I'm gonna go for a soft target. And, and it goes, like I said, concealed carry. A lot of people concealed carry to, to like, oh, I want to, I'm gonna save the world with my one magazine. Uh, no, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, to me, my concealed no carry, and I get, you know, welcome to my world. I get off topic like it's cool. Uh, but my concealed carry is to get my, to break contact, to get me out of a bad situation, to get me to like my truck where I have a real gun, you know, or whatever. Um, I'm not there to, to, to do the police's job. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the thing. It's to get me and my family out of the, out of the way or, or stop a mass murder or something like that. Same thing with 
teaching my daughter some type of self-defense, you know, uh, like Ben is doing with his kid with with you know, firearms, you know. It's something that now when they get older, they have confidence, you know. How many kids you see walking around with their face buried in a phone? Literally walking miles, you know, with never looking up. Uh, to me, that's that's the softest target you can get. If I'm a bad guy, that's who I'm going after, you know. I, I, I preach to my kid, you keep your, your chin high. Keep your chin high. You want to look at your phone? Stop. Put your back against the wall look at it. And I know that sounds militant and that sounds, you know, Jesus. No, no, but that's, that's the point we get on. Like, uh, I know with my son, um, and I'll, I'll say it's just different with the sexes, I guess, nowadays. Yeah. I'm surprised of all the other fathers. I'll take, I'll, I'll use the example, like, say, a soccer team yeah. where it's predominantly moms on the side, dads are at work, and the sons are there, and the conversation turns to what'd you guys do this weekend or what are you guys doing this? Well, we're, we're going out in the Jeep. We're going outdoors. We're going to set up some targets. We're going to shoot, or sure. we're going to our Krav Maga class or we're, yep, yep. you know, we're practicing situational awareness at a supermarket. We're going to go to the store. We're going to spot the exits. We're going to, and this is stuff that my son and I do on a regular basis. I like that he's at the age where he's taking it in. I like that he's at an age where he's retaining this information, but I like more importantly that we're the weirdos. Apparently <laughs> I didn't know this until, until we started having these conversations with other parents, you know, at the, at the soccer game or at the party or at, that we're, I guess, not normal. Yeah. And I don't understand how we're not normal. You mean to tell me you walk through your life, like Jason said, with your head down in your phone or, or like you said, where, where you just go to work, come home, watch a couple of shows and go to bed. There's no like, how do I get out of my house on fire anymore? Yeah. How do I get out of my car if we go off the bridge into the river? How do I, uh, everybody looks at me like I'm paranoid? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm prepared. Yes, there's a difference. Absolutely, a, and I can't believe point, the mindset of our point. world yep. is not more that way. Yeah, it, it shocks me that more people, after all the tragedies that seem to unfold on a weekly basis, that people don't take the time to prepare themselves. Yeah, I agree. And I've never like, I'll back you up, Jason. Never had any military. Yeah, never been like it just. It's important to me because I have a family. Well, it's good. That, and, 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 Rafa, this is why I like seeing it because Ben, once again, no military experience, no you know, sure. law enforcement tra training and background. Ben's a, a, your average blue-collar worker. And the fact that he is like that gives me hope. You know, I didn't. He didn't jump like this when he jumped in. The, you know, got like this when he joined skill set or anything like that. No, no, no. Ben was like this. That was part of the hiring process. I'm like, oh, we got a like-minded guy. And, you know, he is just gently concerned. One about how the world's going, the society, <laughs> and two, I got a family to protect, and I, and then one day I'm not going to be old, I'm not going to be around, you know, I'm, everybody's getting older to protect them, so I need to teach my kid, my wife, what they need to know to protect themselves, and that, right there, that's that's part of being alpha, you know, and I think that's, and that's breeding alpha, and um, that's a, that's another subject that I want to get into right here. Let's talk a little bit about our skill set as yeah. a family itself. I mean. One of the key components, in my opinion, of living a warrior lifestyle is to be able, or for you guys, an alpha lifestyle. In the end, it's the same shit. You guys know yeah. exactly what, what I'm Absolutely. talking about. <laughs> it's that type of mindset. So, sure. look, it, it, it's having your family trained. And I don't mean having them trained where you're doing, you know, evacuation drills every other day. Right. I'm talking about, hey, having what we call a blueprint, some type of blueprint for, hey, if shit goes down, you know, where does your family go to meet you? If yep. I know, I know as a police officer, if I have to, you know, draw my firearm and I have to go contact with someone, you know, my wife knows to take the kids and get into the closest area of either concealment or cover. From there, she's going to draw her phone, boom, yep. call 911, in that, in that context. But even just as little as that, 
And this is what's fucked up. Even just as little as that, people are not even doing that. They're no, just no. like walking around aimlessly. And that's why when we get these mass shootings and these fucking, you know, crazy motherfucker that comes in and starts spraying the crowd, yeah. people don't know what the fuck to do. Exactly. And hence, more lives, you know, are, are, are exposed and yep. people die. And so, uh, I mean, we can get into this for hours on end, but I, I want to know your input on our skill set as far as, let's start off from a family perspective. Yeah. Do you guys train your kids or? Ab absolutely. Well, uh, here's the thing. I, I, I would be the first guy to admit I'm not an expert. And I think Ben will do the same thing. Yeah. So, and, and I hate when people use like, well, I'm not an expert. I, I don't have time to go do the, you know, the someone's three day class to get the training. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, let me, let me stop you right there. Uh, there's a thing called YouTube, okay, and that everybody, I'm telling you, you everybody thinks you have, and don't get me wrong, going to an actual class or course and training is is the way to go, you know, to get this this knowledge. But I don't have time, Ben. You don't have barely have enough time, you know. And I know my wife doesn't have time, so I'll, I'll find reputable videos, I'll find trainings, you know, videos, and and I'll study it, you know. And once again, you don't have to be an expert. This is my opinion, okay? Uh, you don't have to be an expert on on mass shooting uh, evacuation. You, you just got to have a plan. I took my kid, what was the other day, uh, to a comic convention, okay? And we have, you know, we're in Phoenix, so we've got some big ones here. So I would say, Ben, how many, like 100,000 people? Was going oh, to be? easy. Yeah. yeah. So and I'm, it's her and her, all her little girlfriends, and we're driving the 20 minutes to this thing. And I thought and think, I'm like, okay, three days prior, there was an idiot that came in, uh, wanted to kill a cop or a security guard. And walked in with the uh, weapon. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and which caused panic, right? And now I'm thinking, all right, I got these 13-year-old girls that are skinny and, and you know, tiny. And a, a mob of 100,000 people, when a dude comes in and blows a bomb up or, or starts shooting, I'm not worried about the bullets, honestly. I'm more worried about these girls getting trampled, all right? And, and what are they going to do when there's mass panic? So all I did on the on the, the drive there was just give them a five-minute class on, look, if this happens, this is what you guys need to do. A, you need to do this. B, you need to do this. Get against the wall. You know, I gave them real quick, down and dirty, cliff notes. Do you have cliff notes anymore? I don't even know if they have cliff notes. But you know what I'm saying, right? That type of, of, of training, and it stuck. Because I, you know, I asked her a couple weeks later, hey, you remember? Oh, yeah, we do this, we do this, we do this. And, all, and, and it wasn't crazy dad tinfoil hat dad preaching to you know you need to do this and we're hiding in a basement for you know fucking two hours it's nothing like you don't need to do that as long as i think is they have a plan in their head and you know a rehearsal is always good don't get me wrong you know uh but having something like that for every possible scenario that's that could happen these days whether it's as simple as a fire at the house or be uh a mass shooter in las vegas you know there, there needs to be some type of plan in your head, and that will save your life, if, in my opinion, you know? So the fact that what I'm trying to get at, you don't have to be, you know, I'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars to get, you know, to go to these classes. Uh, if you can't do it, then just jump on the computer. You're on it anyway. You're on your phone. Study. There's some really good stuff out there on YouTube these days. So uh, that's how I think you should do it. And being prepared is, Ben, you can back me up. It, it's a necessity. We live in the world of crazy fucking people these days, you know? And there's always been crazy people, but it just seems like it's it's more prevalent now than anything. So, uh, and Ben does the same thing, right, Ben? I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, we take, I mean, we're different. I'll argue the fact that I hate the answer. I don't have the time. Yeah. 
and and it's basically because of what you said at the beginning where where you mentioned you know the guy works and then the guy goes home has a couple of beer watches i don't know three hours of a football game right and, and he does that day after day after day. But then his answer to me is, I don't have the time. Yeah, sure. You know, and it's like, you didn't have the time to go to a four-hour sporting event. You didn't have the time to. Like, it cracks me up when yeah. I hear that as an excuse, because it is an excuse. It is. If you care about yourself and your family and your loved ones and your neighbor down the street and all those good things that we were taught when we were kids, then you can find three hours in your day to go attend a class <laughs> on a concealed carry or on a Krav Maga beginner's class. Or on, There's plenty of things sure. out there that you can educate yourself in. I agree. Videos, Absolutely. great Absolutely. resource. I'm not it's, dissing the great video resource. Man, I consume videos like crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think it's more of a cop-out these days. I do too. Yeah. You know, I, just, I don't have the time. That's what, it's just not high on their list of priorities. No. And, and Until it happens to them. Until they and get jumped in the alley. <laughs> until they get carjacked. Or until they get, you know, Correct. whatever. Now it's a priority. Well, halftime, it's, to me, it's, it's too late, you know, because you may have, A, been injured, B, lost a loved one, or you're That's dead right. yourself, yep. you know? That's right. And, and, the, and the, the, what most people, all right, what most people don't see is, unfortunately, first off, they live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Most individuals, I live in, in, in an area that it's a pretty affluent area, and most individuals walk around in a bubble like if nothing could ever happen to them. Sure. Those are the first people that take the biggest shit when something even mildly happens around them. They're the ones that start calling the police. Oh my goodness, I saw this guy and he might have been smoking marijuana or he might have been, <laughs> you know, snorting cocaine in the corner. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah uh, really, that shit happens. You know, it's a normal right. part of daily life. You're just not involved in it. Now, uh, I did uh, almost a decade of undercover work. Okay, that's sure. most, most of my career has been narcotics undercover. And, uh, the shit that I saw, especially working in a plainclothes capacity and being involved in some fucked up hairy shit, yeah. uh, people out there are fucked up, okay? People out there do bad things. There are people that want to hurt you. There are people that want to fucking hunt you down. Now, this is not to scare people and say, hey, you can't live your life normally. But like you right. said, at the very least, fucking watch a video. If you have, if you care about your family, take a fucking two-day course, a three-day right. course, you know, right. get prepared. I mean, that's the bottom line. Take some of these tools that you, uh, that you learn from these classes, share them with your family, share them with friends, share them with other people. I mean, that's how we build our society stronger. That's how we get people, at, at the very least, prepared. You know, when I taught an active shooter recently, an active shooter class after this Vegas disaster, I mean, right. uh, there's so many questions by individuals and listen i'm all for asking questions and in my book there are no stupid questions but this was kind of borderline because (laughs) some some of these questions were really like holy shit that this is common sense common fucking sense you know i'm a big believer guys and i'm sure of course you guys are and see you know concealed carry yep i carry everywhere and absolutely i'm a big believer that that your kids need to be exposed to that and, yes, uh, you know, so what's your take on, you know, having a, a gun in the house and, you know, family around it? I know that, yep. you know, Ben mentioned that he took his son at seven shooting. So, yep. you know, talk to me a little bit about that. Your opinion. Uh, I w- I w- when we hit on the concealed carry thing, which uh, 
you know, we're in a constitutional carry state, which is Arizona. And I don't, I, I, you listen, I don't know how many other states are like that, but even I know that I know what I used to live in California where it's, you, you, you gotta be the Pope to be able to carry, I think, or what, uh, hell, I don't even think he could carry there. So anyway, but so it's nice to be able to walk out of my house and always have a firearm on me. And I think I, when we talk about excuses and I think that happens to a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's just a pain. It's summer. It's, it's Arizona. It's 120 degrees. I don't have this gun to me. Look, carrying is it's supposed to be uncomfortable. All right. It's 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 supposed to it's there to save your life. So you need to work around that gun. So I the, the excuse where I just can't carry because I wear yoga pants or fucking hey, figure it out, you know? <laughs> and, and and then on the second of that, I see people who, yeah, I got a gun. I can I'm carrying in Arizona, I'm gonna carry. Yeah, you you train at all? Have you shot that gun? Ah, well, fuck. Uh, you, you know, you get there, start getting that. It's like, okay, listen, just because you have a gun doesn't mean. And I'm not saying you need to be, you know, a, a Travis Haley style, you know, badass with it, but you need to go train. You need to learn to. You need to go out in the desert, or well, for us, it's the desert. You can go out there anytime, but uh, and, and actually draw that from the waistband, and draw that, and actually put rounds on target, and do that with some chaos around you, you know, with some movement, and you know, and stuff like that, because. You got to kind of train for those scenarios. And I'm not, once again, you know, you can take a course, great. But a lot of us can't. A lot of us don't have time or whatever or, or the financial means to, to take it because these courses are expensive. Uh, but doesn't mean you can't go out and just target practice and get used to drawing that thing. And then put yourself in mental scenarios, you know. Not everything. If I walk into a 7-Eleven right now, let's just say, and there's a dude there robbing somebody you know whatever with a knife or not you know and he just wants some cigarettes or he wants to i doubt i'm going to start blazing my gun and start killing every you know every around if he's there to, to hurt somebody or he's it's got a knife to that right throat, if there's maybe. if it's a life or threat death situation <laughs> right. then i'm obligated right. look mm -hmm. that money he's going to take out of that register is insured you know it's it's not a problem it, it, if he can takes that money and walks out and no one gets hurt Great. Guess what? It's a cop's problem now. You know what I'm saying? They'll come get this guy, and they'll probably do it. And I'm not saying the guy deserved to die to do that. Some people are just crazy fucking people, right? And mental have mental problems or whatever. So there's there's scenarios that you got to put yourself in as a concealed carry. What's the word? Advocate. I don't know what the hell I'm looking. You know, whatever. Uh, that you got to look at that this thing is there. And that's why I tell everybody this is a break contact gun for me. I'm there to save my life. Anybody's around me when you know, like say mass shooter or crazy guy with machete. Guess what? You, I'm gonna put my whole magazine in you some way, one way or another. Hopefully, I got enough bullets because I'm not that great of a shot. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, you know, that's me to get myself, my family, anybody near me into safety. You know, until sure. a law enforcement or b heavier firepower. You know, um, that's and that's my opinion on on carrying. You know, I. I don't leave home without it. I don't, I mean, I, every day I have it, whether I like it or not. I'm going to church, I'm going to the store, going to whatever. It's, you don't, crazy can happen anywhere. That's true. <laughs> right? I that mean, it is true. Who would have thought a, a white dude would have shot up a bunch of white people at a country concert and have our, our country's largest mass murder, you know? Uh, I would have never thought that, you know? It's, you, who would have thought crazy would have happened right there, you know? Normally you're thinking of a, crazy Muslim terrorist that's going to blow up somewhere in California, you know, whatever. No, it can happen anywhere. So you need to be ready, man. It, it, I always say crazy has no race, has no you know, religion. If someone wants you dead, they're going to do everything they can to make you dead. So you might as well be prepared and then give them something back. Um, ben, you can I mean, hit up on the firearms in the house. I mean, yeah. you kind of guess where we're going with this, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, for me, um, 
firearms in the house are firearms in the house. Like, uh, I, I own a safe, but most of my guns don't sit there because we're just educated in our house. Yeah. Um, they're there great when we're point. not away. That's they're locked point. up safe and secure. Yeah. But they're not doing me any good. So then should an intruder come into my house at night? Right. I know where the one is next to my bed. My wife knows where hers is at. I have magazines throughout the house to get me out of my house safely into our safe space to where we're going to meet up. I don't mean safe space, but we're going to cuddle and cry <laughs> and hold each other and wait for help. Sure. I mean, our designated meeting point that we've planned ahead of time and practice once a month for us, you know? Yeah. That's something that we're big supporters of in our house. Got to have a plan. I agree. Yeah. And I agree on that too. Cause, and look, it's, here's my thing. You know, my wife was like, look, it's great. You're going to teach my, my kid to, to shoot and do all that stuff. But she wanted it, like, because once again, we're in Arizona, and I know every state's different, but every house has got guns, yeah, right? Pretty much. What do teenage boys love to do? And I was one of them. You get a gun, you want to show it off, right? And it's usually you don't know Hell jack yeah. shit about it, right? And that's how people get shot. I mean, you always see teen, you know, thirteen-year-old shot his buddy because he doesn't know what the fuck yeah. he's doing, and and you know, so there's going to. I always assume there's loaded guns laying everywhere, and right. and everybody's house we go to. My daughter knows, man. She knows enough that when dude's trying to show off and you know hey impress the girls right. brings out the gun she's out of there she's popping smoke man she's gone because no matter if that guy is freaking you know john wayne and he can handle a firearm or he has no clue it doesn't matter you need to get out of that situation because that kid's going to hurt somebody let me uh let me jump in on that real fast and yeah. i'll get back to it. this is my point of why it's so important in our house my wife actually lived that nightmare when my wife was younger she was at a house party where she watched that exact scenario that jason play out happen and that night, you know, two families, 10 families, 20 families were devastated and lives were changed forever when that boy pulled out that gun, and showed it off and killed someone else. I mean, it tore that family apart. Sure. It tore all those families apart. We still talk about it to this day. That that instant right there, that incident, that tragic event is what led my wife to tell me, your son is going to know everything. He's going to have respect for firearms and weapons. And what they can do and how they can change lives and what they, you know, it's not just a defense thing. It's not a, hey, look at this. I can save lives with this. It's a, hey, this could end lives. Yeah. And that's that's probably more important. Yeah, I think so. I totally agree on that. So, I agree so too, for yeah. us, we can actually speak from real experience. Yeah. Like it, we, we were on the other side of that thing. Yeah. No, and I, 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 I hate hearing stories like that, but it's the yeah. truth, man. You know what I'm saying? You can see how it affected my wife, to, you know, 20, 30 years later having kids of her own. And sure. She it could have took that route. And and I'll tell you, I have responded to, in my career, I've responded to four different incidents where a young child, typically under the age of 10, has either shot and killed his brother, and uh, one specific incident was shot and killed his uh, father. Just f fucking around with a gun, playing with it. Father yep. was drunk in the couch. Next thing you know, the kid grabs a gun, it's loaded. Oh, you know, doesn't really know what the fuck is doing and shoots him. Uh, specifically, one scene was really fucked up where it was near the uh, neck area. And, uh, you, you know, it, it's it's we can go on and on here about, yeah. you know, what how, how important it is to teach our children and to, by all means, you know, get your family together and understand that, hey, you know, you respect firearms and these are the safety precautions you take. But as far as my wife goes... I know that if I'm working a late night um, and uh, she hears whatever she hears in the house and she feels uncomfortable, yep. she's going to grab that gun and she's going to use it if she needs to. And she knows how. 
Yeah, and, and that's 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 all really. That's the whole end goal, is it not? You know, it's it's self preservation. It's it's the it's to deter that bag. Most bad guys don't want to get in a gunfight. I mean, you're right. you, you're a police officer. You know this more than I do. You know, I'm, I'm throwing out facts, but I, most guys, they, you know, when they come to rob your house, the last thing they want to do is kill somebody. You know, or or kill you or whatever. They, they want to go in. They want to steal your electronics. They want to leave. The second they walk in and the the shotgun pump you hear sound goes, or right. there's somebody with a light, you know, uh, flashing in their eyes. They picked the wrong house. They're out, yep, you know, yep. and, and no one having the confidence to do that, to, to find a, a, a vantage point, a, a point of domination in your house when that bad guy's crawling through the dog door or wherever the fuck it's, he's coming in and you got a beat on this guy and he knows it all right there. That's that's all. That's solid gold. You don't have to kill anybody. You know, I guarantee that dude's going to hands up, wait for the cops or he's going to back the fuck out of there and get that out. You know, problem solved. Uh, or if it is there, Mr. Crazy wants to kill you. Well, you're ready, you know, and no one wants to take a life. But, you know, when it comes down to saving your own, you're going to have to, you know. And so. when, when it comes to home invasions, I mean, typically they're a lot less, uh, you know, they're, they're rare. I mean, home invasions don't happen as often as just your typical burglaries. Sure. Um, home invasions, typically, it goes like this. Either you have some fucked up crazy dude that knows your home and says, fuck it, I'm going to go in anyways, or... Typically, they'll go in without knowing that you are there. So it's a good point that, you know, what you're saying, that typically they're going to freak the fuck out where yeah. somebody flashes a, 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 a flashlight in their direction or for the most part, they'll hear the fucking pump of, of a shotgun. They'll be hauling ass the other way. Now, yeah. the concern here is typically it's it's the mental fucked up person that just wants to come in a house and either rape someone yep. or and, and it and it right. does happen but either way as long as you have your family trained and be able to you know hey i have a firearm and fucking understand the concept that they can use it in their house if they have to right hey, you know that that's the way it rolls man yeah i agree and i think it doesn't stop uh, and I, I i try to teach this as much as possible uh i'm a big proponent of this it doesn't stop with firearms it's weapons of opportunity you know you, you know, there's plenty of times where you're, you know, think of the worst scenario. You're in the shower, okay? I don't know, I don't know too many people. I do know one person, he's, but that has a firearm in his bathroom. But you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, or whatever. You're sitting on the toilet, pants down the ankles, and door kicks open, you know? Sure. You got to think. So now it's down weapons of opportunity. You know, what is it that I can stick in this dude's eye or whatever, you know, if it's a rape scene? Or, and I'm, not, I'm just kind of throwing these scenarios out there. But it's, it's stuff like that that it's like, where are points that, and I'm not trying to teach, you know, teach my kid to be a, you know, assassin killer here, but I'm basically teaching her to get out of the worst situation. You know, the, the perfect situation never happens. I always say that, you know, it's just it, where you like, ah, oh, this would be a great place for me to have a gunfight. Like, good luck. That's never going to happen. It's always when your back's turned, you're in a vulnerable situation. Murphy's uh, law, brother. There you go. Yeah. So uh, learning to be able to pick up a fork or a freaking, you know, ice pit or whatever it may be, uh, I say weapons of opportunity and defend yourself, get yourself out of trouble is, is, is just as equally as important as, you know, handling that firearm and all that stuff. So, um, you know, just like we said, there's crazy everywhere. And uh, and you've seen it probably worse. There are guys that are hopped up, drugged out. It takes a lot to kill a lot of people sometimes, you know, or or, or get them, you know, they're not feeling anything. It's uh, I've seen it when I was in the, I was in Somalia, man. Uh, these guys would eat, uh, I think it's called cot. It was this kind of leaf that they chew on, yep. and it's and uh, it get them high as fuck. And 
you see guys get shot in the leg and like they never even knew it, you know? And they, they, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, what's going on? So, you know, you, you look at that and you're like, damn, you know, you, you think a, a five, five, six round would have just decimated this dude, but it takes multiple rounds. So you, you know, now add that to a 13 year old girl, you know, who has nothing but a, a knife, you know, or, or a fork, you know, now you got to defend yourself against this crazy person. You need to know where to stick this thing, you know, uh, and, and things like that. And once again, I'm not trying to breed a, you know, uh, you know, a killer or whatever you want to call it. But I, I want, I want my girl to be, you know, and same with Ben, you know, his, his kid, I want them to be confident. And when that situation happens, God, hopefully it doesn't ever happen. If it does, she knows what to do. And that's all I ask, man. You know, that's awesome. I mean, it's, uh, when, when you look at across the board, unfortunately, a lot of people do not use environmental tools at all. They don't right. understand them. They they just, you know, picking up a rock from the ground is so alien to them when the shit hits the fan. Where yeah. it, uh, it really needs to be, uh, in, in, in our world nowadays, you got to be, like you said, you have to be exposed to different weapons out there, whether it be picking up a fucking bottle, a yep. pencil from your purse, keys, you know, whatever you need to do to use, obviously, to defend yourself and the loved ones, you know, you, you got to use it. And sure. Uh, you know, that's the mentality that is not being taught out there. Um, you know, that lion mental mentality where you're going out there and, you know what, you're going to survive no matter what. Right. And uh, it's a shame. Now, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, I know you mentioned it earlier, you know, about schools and, and, you know, bullies and things like that. From a mindset perspective, you know, from from going out there in the real world, I mean, do you believe that kids at a younger age should be taught how to use their hands for combat? Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt. Uh, and, and it, you know, you can look at it two different scenarios. I mean, the, the liberal side of it, it's like, well, if I teach my kid to be a boxer or a jiu-jitsu, you know, there's a good possibility he could hurt somebody else. Well, no, no, no. You know, there, don't get me wrong. There, are, there is definitely you. you you see it go back to the old karate kid days right yeah remember karate kid that movie it was it was you, you had the bad karate guys and the good karate guys there's always going to be those bad guys that you know uh, that are going to use their martial arts experience their, their or just their toughness and period the period to, to hurt somebody else right and that should be that should be the excuse enough to teach your kids how to defend themselves with their fists, you know, or their hands or whatever it may be. I don't have, I can't give you like, okay, is there a, a certain thing you should take? I mean, some, you know, crowd Maga, should be a boxer, should be a wrestler, should be, I don't know. I mean, I know what I, I feel, my personal opinion, you should, you should know how to throw your hands and you should know how to do, you should know how to ground fight. Cause I think every fight that I've been in has ended up on the ground. Sometimes it's me on the ground, but, <laughs> but you know, but it's like, you gotta, you gotta, you need to, to know what situation you're going to get in. And, and once to, to teach your, your children this, how does it hurt? And once again, what's another thing about martial arts? You're a martial artist instructor and all that stuff. It's to teach confidence and respect. And, and, and maybe your kid is bad. Maybe your kid is, you know, that, 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 that future bully. What, who knows? Maybe martial arts, maybe that sensei or that, that guy teaching your kid can, do something. You know how yeah, it is when you in that energy. Yeah, and turn it towards the positive. Look, I was. Yeah, I I lived in the Marine Corps in the ocean, right? I, I'm a hell of. A, I swam my ass off, you know, in the reconnaissance field and all that stuff. I couldn't. My kid wouldn't listen to me when I tried to teach her how to swim, you know. And she <laughs> wouldn't. I, I, nothing. I mean, I I spent days and it was like we we're going nowhere. 
It took a 17-year-old lifeguard at the YMCA 20 minutes, and my girl's doing you know water underwater crossover. So so maybe you at home is not the right guy to teach this person. You know, get him into a professional instruction, uh, and that may be a new mentor for him and all that stuff. So I think you know, learn to keep having your kid teaching them how to. I'm not saying to fight. How to defend yourself? I won't use that word. You know, how to defend themselves because it is the same thing basically. But I, I think it's mentally and, and, and spiritually and confident, uh, make them the, you know the, the, the most confident person they can be, and and make them our future leaders, man. You know, I, I, I think that's great, man. You made you made a great point here, um, and I you can't be a poet in your own land. I mean, you can't preach right. in your own land. It's very difficult. As a matter of fact. Um, I've n- noticed this across the board with my children also. I got four kids. So yeah. um, they all train in my school, you know. But the bottom line is that it, it, it's a fucking difficult, a challenge, no doubt right. about it. And, you know, I can teach my kid, hey, basketball. I can teach, you know, whatever. But he, he just doesn't give a shit. He wants to learn from a coach. So sure. guess what? A coach teaches him in 15, 20 minutes, like you said. He has yep. a dribble. He has a moves. It, it, it's, it's mind-boggling, but that's, that's the way it is. Uh, yeah. So and that's, that's a good. great point. I, I think it's – and I think there's nothing wrong with it. I think that's why we have, you know, martial arts schools. I think we have – personal trainer and coaches and all that stuff, you know, I can tell, uh, you know, all day long, someone, you know, I could, my wife can tell me, Hey, you need to lose weight doing that, ah, whatever, you know, but the second I go out with my peers or I see, you know, or, right. or I have a trainer out there, I'm like, shit, I need to, I need to get my ass in shape. You know, it's sure. just, it, it goes to all aspects, you know? And I just think that, you know, if it's not working, your kid's got zero interest in it or it's not, you know, they, uh, at that stage where, you know, hey, everybody gets to that stage where dad's not the guy anymore, you know, or whatever. No problem, man. It feel, it's okay to let a someone else take care of that aspect as long as your kid is learning, I think, you know, as long as your kid comes out with positive values and and, and takes that and turns into something that's going to better our society, you know, and, and, and then possibly once again, save their own life or their, or their family's life. You know, that kid may never use that. I don't, my, I hope my girl never gets in a fight, but it may happen when she's 30, you know, and I'm not even around anymore or whatever. At least she's had that training. At least she knows, you know, what to do in that situation. And I could die happy. You know, I can like, okay, I've done my job. And, uh, and I can feel confident. Uh, I just can't imagine going through life going, oh, my God, every day I worry about my kid going to school. Is he going to get beat up? Or, or my kid walks home, you know, in the broad daylight, and I can't let her do that, you know? Uh, no, you got you to gotta let them go. You got to teach them. You, they got to, once again, they, they got to end up being their own little sheepdogs in one day, you know? So, um, and sometimes it's a hard lesson. They got to learn, but it's better than, you know, I think they need to learn and get out there and train and, you know, I'm not trying to be a dead horse here, but get out there and, and I think that's going to, we want an alpha society. You know, we want to, we want to get back to where we used to be. Uh, uh, this is the start. It starts with the kids. You know, I think we're, we're almost beyond the point. I'm in my forties. I don't know. I don't know how much change I can make, but if I can help my kids do it and, and have a new generation, you know, uh, be alpha, Absolutely. you know, yeah. I look at Russia, man. And, and I hate to bring in Russia in this, but I know a little bit about that culture over there. They're alpha. There's no doubt. Those yep. kids are learning. Those kids, you know, invading Russia as a country, good luck. You know, it's it's it, it, it's not because of you know the firearms thing. Hey, no one can invade America because we have so many firearms. It's it's those are they're fighters, man. They're yep. tough. You know, yep. and and I think that we need we we, 
used to be that way too. You know, no one you wouldn't even dream to touch American soil. You know, we've lost that ruggedness, no doubt. Yeah, you know, and now terrorists don't have no problem or whatever. We're going to come in anyway. Well, oh, you guys are letting me in. <laughs> That's another story. I'll get into that one later. But, you know, so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like I, I think that we need to have that, that, uh, that mystique about us that, like, Jesus, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck with these people, you know, because I know bad things are going to happen to me. You know, we're going to go back to, we're going to go mess with, Belgium or some shit. I don't know. You know, I, I think we need to, as a society, get that way. Unfortunately, is that going to happen? I don't know. Uh, uh, with the as divided we are, and the and I'm not. I ne- we never get political uh, on in skill set, but you know which way we lean. Uh, but it's. Uh, I just think that this, the the liberal snowflakeness is that a good word to use? I don't even know. <laughs> but you know, it is 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 it's it's damaging, man. You know, and it's it's so damaging that. No one, you know, the day we have a, uh, what do you say, like an EMP, let's just call it that, right? If that ever happens, I don't even know. We've had some experts on our show, um, and, and, and say it does happen, where everybody loses their, their cell phones, their, everything power goes out, and just say a city, all right? Midweek, when that happens, one, are you with your family? Fuck no, you're at work, right? Now your family's separated by 20 miles or whatever it may be, you know, it depends how far you commute. And now your kids got to defend off themselves. You know what I'm saying? Now you have to fend. Now you're now you have to survive. You have to get places when nothing works or whatever. You know, when that mass chaos is happening, the looting is starting to happen. I mean, shit can go south so quick. Are we ready for that as a society? Well, I'll tell you. Let let me let me give you a little glimpse on. I just went through uh, Hurricane Irma here, and uh, I mean, basically, I was deployed out for five days and. It, it was it was a, a, a fucking bear. Okay, uh, sure. not only just being away from home, but the fact that the way people become absolutely they transform into these wild individuals that they could give a fuck about your neighbor. I mean, unfortunately, yep. unfortunately, that is where our society is. The things that I saw during that time in Irma, and how. Just, you know, people were just greedy for themselves, you know, water, whatever it is. They would come into stores and literally fight over water. And yeah. it, it to me, it was such a, you know, I'm looking at these individuals and I'm just saying to myself, my goodness. I mean, in reality, if though, if we were in deep shit here, we would be fucked because you would yeah. have animals like this running all over. Them. I mean, I could tell you I probably responded to uh, 20 different incidents. Um, where people were fighting and just, you know, getting to the point where, you know, the managers of the store just couldn't couldn't deal with them anymore. Sure. And, and it's yeah. unfortunate. And it's unfortunate because that's not the way that America, that's not the way the United States of America was born and bred. We were supposed to be together as a brotherhood. And I don't see it, man. I don't see it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I saw firsthand lawlessness in, say, Somalia, all right? I've been, I fought in Somalia, I fought in Iraq, and I said, but lawlessness in Somalia was different because it was, it was, whoever's alpha is winning in that side. Not, I'm not talking the military thing. I'm talking not U.S. or, you know, U.N. against the, 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 the factions, but out there in the streets, it, it's, it's those with the biggest guns and the balls to go and, and, and take what they want. Those are the guys that ruled you know, Mogadishu, you know? And sure, it was just like, sure. And 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 people are so freaking naive to think that it will never happen here. And I'm telling you, and and it, I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be a, a 
you know, North Korea is going to attack. It, no, it's going to be a natural disaster that it does it. You know, just like you, you've seen it. You've seen it firsthand. Uh, and and it's going to be a natural disaster. It's going to be something like that that's just going to – it's lawlessness will happen. And then now the the, the – the alpha, the alpha guys are going to take over, man. You know, if That's they right. want something, they're going to take it. So what are you going to do? I always ask you that. What are you going to do? Are you, are you, are you just going to let it happen? Or are you going to, are you going to, you know, defend your own land? You're going to defend your own stuff. You, you need to be alpha back, you know, once again. And, uh, and I just think that right now, oh, shit, I don't know if we are, I don't, you know, I mean, I know there's, I'm not generalizing the whole U S but there's a majority, man, that will be that will just sit there and, like you said, curl up in a ball and let the you know and hope things just work themselves out. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen, you know. I hear you, so, but, uh, hey, listen, yeah, I, I got a couple. I got a couple questions for both of you guys, and this is a question that I ask. You can take your time, think about it. Okay. But um, every guest that I have here, I ask the same question: What is your definition of a modern day warrior? That's a good question. <laughs> I think we actually talked about this uh, earlier, Ben, me and you, you know, because uh, you can say we know people. Uh, let me just say this. Let me, let me throw this out. We know people that uh, are great shooters. They they could fight their asses off. I mean, they, they're the epitome of alpha. But mentally, they're bullies. They're, they're tough guys. And then and they, 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 they I don't think they have the intelligence to be able to work themselves out of a situation without violence. And to me, I think the modern day warrior, and I know this is starting to sound different than what I've been saying. I think you need to have both sides of the, uh, of, I guess, skill sets. You want to say you need to be able to fight when you need to fight back into a corner and then fight viciously. I'm talking eyeballs, nut sacks are going out. I mean, just as evil as you can get. But that needs to be a last resort. You need to be able to work yourself. One, a not get your, be smart enough and street smart enough not to get yourself in a situation, or and b when you are in that situation because it happens, intelligent enough to work yourself out of it to defuse a situation. I think if you have all three of those aspects, and this is you know Jason Spore saying, well, who do I right? But I'm, I think if you have all three of those aspects, you are the, one of the most lethal warriors in in, in the world. You know, able to fight able to defuse a situation and able to not put yourself in that same situation. Is that, I try to not, I'm trying to basically generalize this as quick it, it, as possible. It makes total sense. I mean, you're okay. talking about a total balance where you can yes. switch, you know, you can turn that switch on and become violent, uh, violence of action dictates, or you can mm-hmm. kind of subdue and then talk somebody down and, and be smart about what you're doing. I mean, just give you a little bit of a, of a background. Um, I was a SWAT cop. Uh, I changed agencies a, a few years ago, and yeah. instead of trying out for the SWAT team, guess where I went? I went right into the hostage negotiation team. Why? Because I felt that I needed that balance. Gun, 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 gun. Now I'm in a hostage negotiation team, and it's a whole fucking different world, man. Right. You know, you're talking about chess. You're talking about speaking to people, mental individuals, right? You're talking about, you know, trying to get to their level. It is a total chess match. Sure. Um, very, very difficult, no doubt about yeah. it. 
So I think the the, the person that that's smart enough then and and I'm not, I'm not talking college degree. I mean, I'm I'm a high school educated guy, man. You know, uh, I always said I got a PhD, man, plain high school diploma. So, um, but <laughs> I, I I've been <laughs> I've been around <laughs> enough situations, and I've you know I'm not I got enough street smarts to know. Look, this is going to go bad. You know, let me get myself out of here. Or B, all right, there's no getting out of here. How can I diffuse the situation? How can I make everybody feel that they've won, but, you know, on all parties and no one's hurt, you know? And then C, when it comes down to it and and those first two don't don't work and fail, now you need to be the most lethal person in the world. Whether you're a badass or not, well, I got back to your weapons of opportunity, you know, uh, and all that stuff. It, you need to be that person that no one wants to fuck with, you know. Uh, and, and I think if you can master those three, you're untouchable, man. You, you and society's better because you don't have a bunch of bullies and, and thugs and all that stuff. Because you can be the baddest, baddest guy in the world. You can beat up anybody, whatever, you know. Best shooter, you're eventually going to get outsmarted. You know, there's someone out there that will, you know, they'll look back and figure out your game plan. You always see it like an NFL, you like a new play, right? Uh, whatever, a certain option or whatever. Oh, no one can beat this. Yeah. Give them about a half a season. There's coaches figuring it out. They're going to find a way. Next thing you know, that whole system that you based your, your team on is null and void. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. of, and that's how it's the same way in society, the same way with these thugs. You know, just being a, a tough guy is not going to get you through life. It'll get you far far but eventually you will be beat so if you can master all three of them you are to me the quote-unquote ultimate war you're that guy you know and and you're also going to better the better our society because we need people like that you know ben let me hit you let me hit you up with that um God, you guys kind of stepped it all right <laughs> Well, there. I think it's, yeah, because I think we've talked that this exactly. No, I completely agree with that. The modern day warrior for me is just that. Someone who's just normal person and willing to do what it takes when the time comes, whatever that may be. Like you said earlier with your uh, your Irma, I believe it was. Right. There's right. nothing in the world. There's probably, maybe social media is second, but nothing exposes people for who they are more than tragedy. Yeah. I mean, we really get to see who people really are when tragedy strikes. And that's the time you need to be prepared and trained and use all those skill sets, a lot of soft skills there that you've developed over the years uh, to be ready. Yeah. Now, could you use a skill set, this type of mentality, that uh, modern day warrior mentality into business? I mean, what do you guys think? A hundred percent. Yeah. On business. In fact, you have to, you know, you uh, and I've been a. You know, had owned my own business for five years now, and and I always tell people it's the toughest fucking job I've ever had. You know, working for the government was easy. <laughs> right. I knew a paycheck was coming every two weeks. You know, unless I got in trouble or something. But uh, but uh, you know, out here it's like so you have to it, dealing with clients and because de- man, it's everybody's different. You know, and especially if you're dealing with a guy and you you want his business, you want his money. And, but there's a, there's a pissing contest, you know, there's guys that want to be the alpha guy, you know, you got to figure out ways around it. Once again, I said it earlier to make the people feel good about themselves, you know, uh, it, but you still win on that side of the house. So to me, that mental aspect, now the physical aspect, I don't, I mean, I'm not into that business. Uh, you know, once again, we're, I'm more saying the mental side, the, 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 the business sense type of side and, and, and looking forward, man, never, you know, never just look straight in front of you. You got to look, you know, 
a year or two or how's this going to affect me you know how's this decision how's me jumping on the air and saying something stupid going to affect my business a you know six months a year because you know it is now too especially on the internet you know everything's forever right here you go you do something and you put yeah, it out sure. there you know and we're and we are, we're in a business where we're, say skill set it's you know it's it's a fun magazine you know it's not all tough guy alpha sure, stuff we try sure. to we try, we try to have some fun and get a smile yeah. on people's faces. Good mix of education and entertainment. Exactly. Because yeah, sure. you, you turn on TV, there's enough fucking you, – you, you're pissed off in two seconds as soon as you turn on the news, you know? Right. And our whole thing was to get you away from that and get you to have some fun and realize that there's still people out there like that. Well, and you know, there's business decisions into every issue we put out there uh, to, like I said, make everybody feel like they – you know, we're not going to please everybody, but – Make you feel that at five ninety nine because I know everybody's money. It, I, I cherish every dollar I have, you know, and I I, I, sure. I assume that's the same with every guy out there, unless you're like uber rich type of don't give a shit. But I don't know I don't know anybody like that. I think everybody who's worked hard for their money is like, hey, even though you're giving us five ninety nine for this this issue, I'm doing my best to please you, you know, make you happy, make you one of us, make you see. In the same thing, we're still trying to preach that alpha lifestyle and whatever, you know? You got to do it in small doses and, and everything before you come out too hard, too fast, and all that stuff. So those are those mental decisions go definitely into business, man. I, I agree. And, and becoming well-rounded. And then when you need to step up to the plate and be, you know, uh, I, I don't want to say an enforcer, but, you know, that kind of that situation, you got to do it, you know? Let people know where you stand. In other words, don't buckle. You know, we deal with – you got to look at our, our magazines on the men's interest section. You go to, say, Barnes & Noble and look at all the magazines that are surround skill set, especially this, this latest issue. Uh, they're all we're, – we're in the we're, – I say we're not in the minority. We are the minority. We're the only one that's, you know, leans – you know, well, I don't say leans right, but we believe in our constitutional rights, you know. Absolutely, our second, yep. You know, and and I think that we're the only one – and we've been we've been pressured. We've been bullied. We've been, hey, you guys don't belong here. We don't put you in the gun rack, you know, the bottom shelf. I'm like – no, you, no, you're not. We fucking goddamn right. We belong here, you know. So you gotta, you gotta man up a few times when it comes to stuff like that. And normally, when we've done that, they've been like, okay, yeah, yeah, you stay here then. Okay, well, you know, I'm like, because there's nothing wrong with our. We're not a gun magazine. We just believe in gun culture. And last sure. time I checked, uh, the Second Amendment still stands. So Hell why can't yeah, I put man. this? In? You know, I, and, and mm. stuff like that. And that's when you, you, you gotta, you gotta start pissing on people's legs. For, for situations like that, when I say that comes to business. But on the other hand, oh, we're easygoing people. We want to get along with all. You know, we want to have fun. We want to stand for what we stand for. We want to put out what we want to put out. And, and, and we want to give our readers, the people like us, you know, the hardworking Americans, the hardworking Australians, the people out there, we want to give them a chance not have to bend down and go to the very back section behind 17 rows of other shit magazines to see <laughs> our magazine. I want to be front and center, right next to the GQ, God forbid, right next to Men's <laughs> Health. I want to be right next to all them, you know, because I rate to be there, right? Awesome. I, so, and that's, and to me, being that that, that ultimate warrior, I, I use that word, I have a trademark, I guess I got to say that because no offense to the ultimate warrior, but to be that, you know, it, it translates into me driving home every day, what I may encounter there, or be 
what I have to do for a daily day to put our magazine out on the stands, you know, we got to endure that. And sometimes you got to finesse people. Sometimes you got to bully people, you know, I, I don't use the word bully. Sometimes you got to piss on their legs, you know, and like, look, we're here. This is how it's going to be, you know? And I think you find a, a correct balance of that. You, everybody wins, you know, you and once again, when we told people that we're not leaving the men's intersection and this is why, and they're like, uh, you know what? You're right. Okay, great. You know, they feel happy. We feel happy. And they walk away. So, uh, and it's taken me a while, you know, to learn that, that especially coming from the Marine Corps for 20 years where it's, Hey, listen, this is how you fucking do it. And you go do it. Right. Well, that doesn't work in the civilian world a lot of times. So you gotta, you gotta figure out and be smart enough to work this, that way around. And it took me years to figure that out, by the way. I haven't mastered fucking it. Fucking awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome yeah. shit. Love it. Hey guys, where can people reach you and tell us how, how we subscribe to your magazine? Awesome. Yeah, no, no worries. So, okay, we're in 1,500 stores. I think 1,550 now. I think we went up a few <laughs> uh, nationwide. The best way to see it, you can, you, every Barnes & Noble uh, carries it. Once again, we're in the men's interest section, so sometimes you got to dig around and find it because, you know, and everybody gets the word. So, <laughs> um, but we're also like in tons of grocery stores. All that stuff's on our website. So if you go to skillsetmag.com, at skillsetmag.com, um, there's our, our location. You can actually put your zip code in. It'll tell you exactly what stores around you that will have the magazine um, or you can subscribe right there and get it delivered to your door no problem if you like the digital version uh, we have an app just search skill set on iTunes or Google Play and uh, you can get the digital version uh, come down there and we also like I said uh, uh, check out our podcast man skill set live we do it twice a week uh, we're on iTunes and all that stuff we uh, have have some good guests have some fun on it as well man and uh, you get to hear Two jabronis, you know, rant most of the time about <laughs> stuff, but uh, we have a good time doing it. And listen, we're gonna keep going. I mean, we're 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 a small business, man, and I think this is why we enjoy it. There's no big corporation behind us. This is a self-funded through all of us, and of course, Gina Marie, who actually owns it, who was a former Marine, by the way, too. She's a veteran, and uh, and I, I'm gonna give a shout out to Gina Marie real quick, who who runs the show. She. She joined the Marine Corps, did six years in the Marine Corps, and, and everybody's like, oh, you're you know, a tough girl, this and that. Her whole, she has such a, the mentality. Her whole idea to join the Marine was so old school World War II. She goes, no, I, I, I joined the Marine Corps to free a man to fight. I want to take a, a, you know, an administration job. I think she ended up being like a cameraman or something like that. I want to put a gun in a guy's hand to go out there and fight the, you know, fight the war. Well, I'll take a, a, an administrative duty or whatever so you guys can go out there and be men. And I'm like, God damn, man. You, you don't make you like her anymore. You know, I, I love shit like to hear stuff like That's that. Awesome. So, and, and, and for her to fund and, and put up with Ben and I's bullshit all the time <laughs> and keep us employed and let us do our thing and build this Alpha Lifestyle magazine, uh, my hat's off to her, man. She's, she's awesome. And, uh, and, uh, and we're, we're privileged to work with her. And, and to know there's, there's females, alpha females like her are still out there in the world. That yeah, makes me smile, man. So skillsetmag.com, man. You can get all your answers from there, man. Awesome, man. You guys have been absolutely freaking stellar, man. Some awesome. great questions that we had you answered, and certainly you guys are doing an unbelievable job. I love Thanks. the fact that you guys are very, very squared away on that alpha lifestyle. And, man, I'm all for it, man. We need more men like you, more warriors in my book like yourself, man. So you, you. you know where we're at, Man of War Podcast. Wherever, you know, whenever you are uh, down this way in Florida, if you are, man, just uh, obviously give me a holler because we'll definitely get together, man. I love it. No, th th thank you for having us on. Like I said, it, it's, 
it's hard to find good podcasts to, to jump on and, and share with everybody. Maybe you ought to come on ours, actually. That'd be actually a good time, too. So uh, just uh, like-minded people, and if we can start spreading the word uh, about, like I said, the alpha lifestyle and, and, and bring this back to our society, man, then Amen, I'm, brother. I'm a happy man. So, <laughs> so thank you very much for having us on. We appreciate thank it. Thank you, Jason and Ben. You've been great, great guests, man. I really appreciate it for you being uh, on you. with us today. Please stay safe out there, brothers. All right, you too, ma'am. All right, until next time, guys. We'll see you. There you have it. What a great conversation with Jason and Ben. We went everywhere. I loved it. We had so much fun. Listen, for you guys that were writing this down, please implement it into your life. Integrate it. So many good strategies and tactics that we talked about and principles, just basic principles that you need to implement into your life. I'm telling you, Shit works if you're able to integrate it and you have a strong mindset to see it through. All right, before we go, check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Man of War Podcast. Also on Instagram, I have a brand new account, Man of War with two R's. Of course, don't forget to go sign up for the Warrior Development Program at forgingawarrior.com until next time remember your life may be challenging and full of dangers but never retreat your last battle may be your greatest victory 